Hey everybody, welcome to the Bagging Boardcast, episode number 273. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the comic books that we are looking forward to coming out August 26, 2015. And we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week we're doing something a little bit different, something we've never attempted before. And to do that, we need to bring super friend of the show, Caitlin, on for this. Hello. You are like the N64 friend of the show now. Why is it N64? Because it's better than the super. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But you're you're still hardly ever on, so it's like the N64 was. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So what are you actually bringing to the table this week, Caitlin? Well, I thought we could have a round of pub trivia. So basically what we're going to do is I have three different quizzes for you guys today. And you can work on them together to kind of figure through them. I think they're fun. A little bit of beer, a little bit of comic books infused throughout, some pop culture. And then uh, we'll just, listeners can follow along at home and see if they know the answers as well. So we figured that might be something fun to do. And if you email us, contact at com and tell us that you knew all the answers before we could say them on the podcast, we'll totally believe you. Congratulations. <laughs> but you have to no, say that. John in and a, I will believe you. Paul will call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you got to put your answers up on uh, iTunes where it says uh, review the show. Put your answers right there. Yeah. That's what you should fill up. That's the answer sheet. That's the answer sheet. <laughs> the review. Uh, and um, for a pub quiz. For a pub quiz. And for any pub quiz, you do it at like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> right. And you do it while drinking. Exactly. And uh, What says breath is more than bourbon? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, we are going to... Paul and I and Caitlin are sipping on Anderson Valley's Huge Acre. This is a bourbon barrel imperial stout, mm-hmm. aged six months in wild turkey bourbon barrels. This is aged eight months, almost nine because it's 13.5%. Paul and I both bought a bottle around the same time. Mm -hmm. I drank mine before him, and I told him, put it in your cellar. Don't drink it right away. It is too big to really sit and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also got a bottle of it for Christmas or some type of present, so I sat on one too. So we're drinking my bottle. We have another one, so in... 12 to 16 months, uh, we'll probably crack that open and try it again. But this is pretty pleasant right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to point out uh, in, in your story that you get presents so often, you forget why you get presents. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> He's like, or a Christmas present or some other form of present, you know, I get them all the time. It's uh, you, guys, a, you guys you forget how me. great my uh, new fiance is. Because when she was my girlfriend, uh, the whole month of April, I received a present a day (laughs) up until my birthday, which is April 29th. Wow. I I started to run out of things to give you, so it was like one comic book a day kind of thing. That was still still awesome. And then she's like, "Uh, I bought you this uh, piece of supersada salami because you like it, and we'll have that with this cheese that I bought for myself. Hmm? So it was... (laughs) They that were. was towards the end. I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I, I should have just bought him one really big present. She really set the bar pretty high, yeah. and she did a little work to follow through. And here's but, the batteries well, for, for the year. toy that I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but you only get one AAA a day. 
well, and that funny, toy takes 16. Because he goes, oh, okay, my birth- he, his birthday's on the 29th, so he got 29 presents, essentially. And he goes, I'm so happy your birthday's on the 16th, so I only have to do two weeks of this. <laughs> and then I think the first day he goes, I'm not going to be giving you a present <laughs> every day. <laughs> so when they come in, uh, I'll okay. give you one. <laughs> <laughs> she still chose to marry me. Hey, bunch of conscious. Got to be smart. Super Save it romantic. for a wedding. Super romantic. Um, it's this a, is good. It's the beer. Uh, <laughs> back to the beer. <laughs> back to the beer. Um, a lot of really nice mm-hmm. bourbon comes out of this. You still get that stout. You get a little dry. High heat on the back end. See, I'm not getting too much heat. I'm getting that alcohol, man. I'm getting I, dragon breath over here. I really don't get too much dragon breath. I'm alternating breath. with my coffee mm-hmm. and the beer, though, so it's so smooth right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the way to do it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> At 9.30 in the morning, yes, that's essentially. But I definitely think... Hey, it's 9.58 now. Like, okay. we've, we're getting closer. We're getting to, closer to noon. To noon. Uh, but I definitely think that another eight months on this, we should try it mm-hmm. with the, yeah. uh, your bottle. We'll try it in eight more months. Eight more months. You know, the 16th month of the year. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I April. No, I was trying to okay. think of like some, just some crazy sounding month, but I couldn't think of anything. Okay. Well, you know. uh, <laughs> sorry I failed you. It's okay. Hey, much like news hey. might have failed us, because there's not too much uh, these last couple weeks, but we have a... A little bit of news. Was that the, you ringing in the news by chiming your glass? <laughs> news time! Yeah. Exactly. I, I wanted to talk about what I'm drinking, John. So oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, right. What are you drinking, Chris? Uh, I am drinking some coffee. <laughs> it is brewed by me. Nice. <laughs> Nicely brewed. Uh, thank you. Using grounds provided by Target Ooh. from their Market Pantry line. Hmm. Oh, not Archer Farms? No. Fuck that shit. I'm not spending the money for Archer Farms. Uh, It's coffee. Does coffee not flavored? Mm. It it helps get me going. How are you drinking this coffee? Is it warm, iced, milk, no Uh, milk? It was hot, and then I put a couple ice cubes in it, so it was able to be more drinkable. Mm. Um, I'm getting a nice coffee bitter off of it. Not a lot of hops. <laughs> no malt, um, but you know it's it'd be a passable porter, I guess. <laughs> no surreal smoke on that though either. Yeah, so. well, I didn't clean out my uh, coffee filter thing all the way, so there's some grounds left in it from the day before, so it gives it a nice roasted, <laughs> mm. nice aged roasted quality yeah. that you just don't normally get in coffee. I'll, I'll finish the rest of this. Was that done in your Keurig? No, it was done in your Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you. <coughs> yes, that's... I just wanted to feel like I was contributing something. You are, Chris. You, you, you do. You created the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, I did. Much. And Nintendo wants to contribute something. Something to their sales. And how are they going to do it? By dropping the price on their... Not 3DS, their 2D 3DS. Their Nintendo 2DS. It's going to go down to $100 and be packed in with Mario Kart 7. Mm. Uh, if you've seen this thing, it's the non-folding clamshell 3DS. It's completely flat. It looks kind of silly like a tap, yeah. you know. It I just don't... looks silly. And it's uh, kind of... I, I was surprised that it was above $100 to begin with, honestly. 
Uh, yeah, I don't understand Nintendo's thought process with that. Why not just keep it like a regular DS? Why not? The why have it like that flat panel kind of thing? You know why? Because it's one screen. And it looks like an extra sketch. Yeah, it's because <laughs> technically it's not two screens. It's actually one screen with the beveling beveling on it to make it uh, look like it's actually two screens. So that's why it can't. It doesn't have the clamshell feature because they would break the screen. That's uh, really dumb. And originally the price was one hundred and thirty dollars, so it's only a thirty-one dollar price drop. So, but now you do get a packed-in game, and Mario Kart Seven is supposed to be really good. For the I will ask this because I don't know anymore. How much is the regular 3DS price? Uh, I think. Well, what's the regular 3DS? Uh, the 3DS went from two fifty to one seventy. Uh, back in like August. But I don't know what the th- the 3DS XL is because I know that came out. So I think that might be 199. Seems a lot for a handheld system. Yeah, but it's Nintendo, that, and those are the things that sell for them. Is their handheld? That's systems. what I was wondering. Just because if this is still just a little bit cheaper than a regular 3DS, why not just spend the money for a 3DS? Money on the 3DS, and then just turn the 3D off on it. Mm-hmm. Well. I'm looking it up right now. I'm curious. Vamp for a second. Okay. Well, While you know, you're good at because it. <laughs> people really love playing their 3DS games. Pokemon's still a huge thing, especially for the 3DS. Black and White came out, what, two years ago. They still get, you get more Zelda games or Link games, depending on what you, what you want to call them. Yeah, so why would you the bother 3DS. with the two, 2DS? Because some people just are dead set against 3D. They just hate it. It makes me sick. See? Makes now, can you play these other games? Can you play the Zelda games on this? Yeah, but without the 3D features. So it's like having the 3DS and the 3D bar permanently slid down and then locked. <laughs> so it's off. Alright. So. I kind of want to play Pokemon now. I've always liked the Pokemon games. You know yeah. what? But only for like the first like couple hours of it. Yeah, as soon as you got on the cruise ship, I was like, oh, no, what? Why am well, I the un- first one I loved, I was able to play through all of that one like multiple times, but everyone after that just never really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Which I, color did you have? I had red and blue. You had both? I had red, and then I got yellow. Oh. I mean, we went... I have three siblings, and we would all sit around on the weekends when I was visiting my dad and play, <laughs> and all have a separate color, and we're like trading Pokemon, and where you could tap your stuff together... Going back, oh, cool. childhood memories. See, Pokemon. I would not the not the DS or not the uh, Game Boy Link things. The well, they were ports. the old Game Boy. That was before you had the DS or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I kind of want to buy him now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. I'd play him. <laughs> I loved the uh, the Mario DS game, Mario World, mm-hmm. that first one that came out. Yeah, for, yeah. The Lego was... games are really fun for DS too. Mm-hmm. See, this is why people buy them DSs. Uh, uh, Okay, uh, so this is Justin. Did I vamp enough? You did. did we vamp? Uh, prices on the regular 3DS. You can mm-hmm. get a brand new Nintendo 3DS XL for 130. Okay. <laughs> so it's literally the same price for the XL, which is the one with mm-hmm. the bigger screen. If you want just a regular 3DS, they're about 120. There's a Luigi's Mansion bundle that's only like 70 bucks, brand new. Ah, where, what what? In, is this off of Amazon.com? Nope, GameStop.com. Oh, oh. why wouldn't you go to our Amazon.com slash Amazon? Because I literally just Googled okay. how much is a game. Uh, a game a DS? How much is a Nintendo 3DS? 
That was the first hit. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Uh, what else that could be a hit uh, would be the sequel to Man of Steel. It's kind of rumored right now that coming off of uh, the success of Mad Max Fury Road, George Miller, also known for directing Happy Feet, uh, could be taking over uh, Man of Steel number two and bringing us that movie. Which I hope it's just it's just uh, Superman just flying really fast and blowing up cars. Cool. Lots of cool. silver spray paint. <laughs> lots, of, lots of silver spray paint being sil- uh, sprayed into the mouth. With... I didn't know he directed Happy Feet. That's crazy. Yeah, he did Happy Feet. Um, no, he did Babe. Oh, oh well, maybe he, I think he did Happy Feet too. That I can see. Somebody, I mean, there's some direct correlations there. Somebody, <laughs> somebody didn't look it's, at IMDb. It's correctly. somebody weird. Like Happy Feet's direct. I think is directed by him. Okay. Oh, if it's not hey, him. Vamp. Well, I he can hey, totally he, direct. He also, sad. He directed Vamp. Mad Max, Babe, and Happy Feet. So he's responsible for wow. all those. Oh, you looked it up. I did. Oh. Wait, when we couldn't decide what he was done. Yeah. Anyway. See. I'm good. I know shit. He wrote it, too. Isn't it funny that the same person who did Babe did also Mad Max? Yeah. Fury Road. So different. It's all about emotions. It's all about emotions. It's all about emotions. It's all about calling gasoline guzzoline. <laughs> that was my favorite movie this summer. I like that better than Jurassic Park. Mad Max? I, I agree. It was the best movie of the summer. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Ant-Man yet, either. Ant-Man was Ant-Man's good. good. I liked Been busy. it. The only movie I saw this summer was uh, Avengers. Wow! That's you didn't go to the drive. Normally, see. You didn't go to the I, drive-ins at all. No, I oh, couldn't yeah, stay you, up. You had a shitty, you had <laughs> a shitty summer. I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What other news is out there? Anything? Uh, something about an space or something? Were you calling me that just an space, Chris, or was that actual news for? Well, yeah, but <laughs> that also leads us into the news where. We got our first glimpses of Our Space and Cassidy from the upcoming AMC Preacher Show. These were posted over on a Facebook page devoted to the church that they actually bought and are renovating in New Mexico for uh, Preacher. Hmm. Um, I don't remember the actor's name playing Our Space, but James Gilgon, who was Rudy on... Uh, Ian Coolettis, Our Space? Yes, that that is in. Okay. Oh, why am I blanking out on the name of that? Joseph Gilgan is Cassidy. Yeah, what's the name of the show? Oh, uh, Misfits. I keep on to say Heroes, but it's not that one. Misfits. Misfits, thank you. Uh, he played Rudy on Misfits. Uh, he's going to be playing Cassidy. He basically looks the same. Um, the prosthetics that they're using for our space are a little bit more subdued than you actually get them in the comic books. But you look at him, you can definitely tell this is a guy that took a shotgun to the mouth. That's that's what you can tell. That's what you can tell. Did you pull them up? Uh, they, they didn't look... The ones off of comicbookresources.com didn't... It was like set photos and it wasn't with the prosthetics on or anything, so... No, uh, no they're, they're there. Oh, I didn't see them there. Yeah, you might have to like look at the picture like... Oh, just looking at the, I didn't. You might have I looked at the, the words. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn it! No, no, like you can actually click on the picture to enhance it. Oh, and you have to say enhance as you click on the picture. Oh, because I, I was just looking at the words. <laughs> yeah, there's only one picture of our space. Um, it's the actor in between like two other people, and he's got like his arms around him. Mm. 
Well, that's that's wraps up uh, wraps us up for news. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right into uh, what we're going to be picking up in the list. Chris, what yeah. are you picking up, bud? Uh, I'm looking forward to a book that I have loved for a few years. It's actually coming out in a special hardcover from Boom Studios. And this is Crimson Volume 1, oh. written by Brian Augustine with art by Humberto Ramos. Um, I don't know why this is coming out from Boom Studios and not like DC. It was part of uh, their cliffhanger line, right? Because it was part of their cliffhanger line, which was almost like an offshoot of... Wildstorm? Wildstorm, yeah. Uh, I'm just glad it's coming back out. They're doing it in like a nice prestige format hardcover. It's going to include the first 12 issues of the series. Um, something definitely worth checking out. I know we've talked about it a few times on the show here just over the course of the past six years, but this is one of the books that actually got me back into comic books right when John and I graduated from high school. And I'm glad to see it coming back out to give more people the chance to check it out. Cool. No, I really, I loved it when uh you let me borrow the book as well. It was a really fun, really energetic, cool vampire story. That uh, yeah, it's not overly like. Well, it's pretty dramatic, but <laughs> it doesn't steep in its drama. But it goes back to like almost uh, Christian myth, Christian and Jewish mythology of the, you know, the formation of the vampires and everything, which was kind of yeah, fun. Like, yeah, yeah it, it, it's a fun book. Paul, I know you're always looking forward to fun books. Uh, yeah, and uh, this one I have heard nothing about, but it's called mm-hmm. Hank Johnson, Agent of Hydra. And it, uh, I'm thinking it's going to kind of be like one of those send-ups, kind of like uh, how they have the two henchmen from Adventure Brothers. Kind of like that. That's what I'm thinking this is going to be. Uh, this is being written by David Mandel, and uh, artist, penciler is Michael Walsh, and cover art by Amanda Connor. So there you go. You know it's going to be a fun book when Amanda Condor agrees to do the uh, cover art, right? Yeah. Uh, Dave Mandel, also one of the producers of Seinfeld and the Clerks animated series. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's a big heavy guy. Yeah. Thanks for watching. So Hank, at the end of the show. Hank talks with Hydra's HR department. So that'll be good. <laughs> that sounds like you book, Paul. Yeah. From uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. This is off of the Marvel website. From... Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, executive producer, David Mendel. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and I've been looking, I'm looking forward to a book uh, that I've been enjoying, and that's uh, Grayson number 11. Uh, when Grayson came back after the finale of uh, Endgame from Batman, it took a break. Um, kind of amped up the spy stuff a little bit, and it's a fun book starring Dick Grayson. Um, I've been liking it. Tim Seeley and Tom King and art by <laughs> Mikkel Janin. Um, but it's been fun. I've liked it so far the most out of the previous like nine issues from Grayson before it took, a, it took its break. Uh, liking it. Yeah, I liked everything that was going on with Huntress in it. Definitely a different take on the character, but you can still see who she is under the surface there. Yeah, and now she's leading, she's in charge of Spiral. Ooh. Uh, Caitlin, is there a book that you're looking forward to, or did just put you on the spot? Uh, I did not prepare a book. Uh, Saga but... is not coming out. Ah, Neither is uh, Six Queens. Gun. But Rat Queens, uh, she picked up and read right away. 
So if she did, did the show last it? Did you week, read it yet? I have not read it yet. Yes. I always beat him. I buy it on his comicsology. <laughs> I tell her, I'll tell her, I'll come home on a, I'll come home and I'll be like, oh yeah, so Saga's coming out. And then I'll be sitting on my lunch break about to buy, mm-hmm. uh, like Saga. And then it'll be like, boop, boop, it just thank says you download. for your purchase. And I'm like, what? I just put it in my, I just put it in my cart. And then I'll be like, oh. I work so hard that I need to take a comic yeah, right. break at work. Yeah. I understand that. I don't get breaks at work. <laughs> She wrote this quiz on a, at work. Hey. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> don't want to put that lunch on there. breaks only. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hobo Sandwich Paul, that's what they call me. <laughs> oh, you're PB&J, right? Yeah. Eating it while walking. But before we get to the dramatic reading, we got to get to the dramatic reading. <laughs> There's no other beer. We're just drinking the one. That's very true. It's, it's, Early in the morning. I've got some water here that I can uh, <laughs> describe. Hey, it's one of the three things you can use in the German uh, purity laws. Mm. An Einsgebot. That's what so it's that's called. And now, the Bagden Broadcast presents a dramatic reading from Bizarro, issue two, page two, panel five. Awesome. And that was a dramatic reading from Bizarro. Issue 2, page 2, panel 5. So how was the walk? If you want to see that, it'll be up on the show notes for episode number 273. And I've been terrible. I haven't even put up the show notes for 272 yet. So I apologize. I will do that today. But we just did that show like on Tuesday. And today's yeah, Sunday, it's, been, so. it's been busy week. Though. It has yeah. been busy. I try to get everything typed up that night, but... That night, those two beers hit me really hard, and I passed out. Oh, I yeah. Uh, yeah to yeah. put this episode up, I was quickly working to make sure that uh, I, because I knew if I didn't get it up that episode up that minute, as soon as the episode wrapped, that it wasn't going up <laughs> until yeah. like yesterday. <laughs> Which is yeah. fine. Like we said, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what also happens are pub games. Yeah. Uh, so if you're gonna do a pub trivia. You need a pub trivia name. So we all decided we're going to pitch one, uh, and whatever we like the most, that's the one we'll use. And listeners, if you want to come up with your own pub trivia name, if you want to put that as a rating and review on iTunes or on Stitcher, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they would love that. Or even message on Facebook. Yeah. You guys could probably come up with better names that we come up right now for ourselves, (laughs) too. So put up what our name should have been. (laughs) Paul? I, I'm well, going, you, you, you definitely have one, so you should uh, go yeah. first. I was uh, going with Triple uh, Nerd. So it would be Triple spelled like the uh, Belgian beer, and then just Nerd. All because right. there's three of us, it's Belgian-style beer. See how it works? Multiple levels. But no elite speak. That's an oh, E in Nerd, <laughs> not a three. Uh, Chris, did you come up with something? I haven't come up with anything yet. I'm still thinking. All right, you still think. Because I'm going to pick Paul's old standby of Voltron of the Karma Sutra. (laughs) (laughs) Please explain. We went to play uh, Laser Tag or whatever. That was what Paul's name used to be all the time. Really? Voltron of the Karma Sutra. Did you block that from your memory? (laughs) Yes. I always thought it was the funniest thing ever. Because mine was like, Hell Jordan, Green Lantern. And then I look over and like Paul's like, number 62, 
Voltron of the Karma Sutra. <laughs> Makes sense, though. And they're like, I use that for everything. <laughs> Sadness, I don't even remember this. Uh, well, it was it was 14 years it's ago. ago. <laughs> exactly. I vaguely remember that. Because didn't we go with your friend Brian? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Use it for everything. Voltron of the... That makes sense, though. <laughs> Those lions. They say they can only lock in one position. I doubt that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can tell whether to be creeped out or not. Yeah, y- you should. <laughs> this podcast took a weird turn, and I can't get it back on track because I wasn't able to think of anything. All uh, right, so do you want to just... Why don't you just pick between one of those two then, Chris? Um... Or do you not like either of them? <laughs> I re- here's the thing. I don't want to pick Paul's because it's Paul. And then I also can't pick John's because that's Paul. <laughs> uh, so as I'm looking at my bookshelf quick, I'm just going to go with Fermentation Tank Girl. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that going to be your name? That'll be your name. That's going to be my name. Okay. Okay. Because it's beer and comic books. There it is. Fermentation Tank Girl. Combined. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, guys. I'll form the head. So (laughs) what I've prepared for the three of you today are three different quizzes. And I want you to work as a team for them to kind of figure out. Uh, Some of them might be easy. Some might be harder. And that's okay. And listeners can play along at home as well. Uh, but the first one we have coming at you today is called Name That Beer. And basically what I did is I went on different breweries' websites and I looked up beers that I know that at least two of you have tried here um, on the cast. And I'm going to describe them to you and see if you can figure them out. Some of them could be multiple beers, so that's why it's it might be a little tricky. Mm. But just work together mm. on your... Uh, Fermentation and tanks, what was the Fermentation team? Tank Girl. Tank Girl, okay, on your team, and uh, we'll see how well you do. I think if you're doing pub trivia at, like, an actual brewery, mm-hmm. that would probably go over pretty well there. Yeah. Fermentation Tank Girl. I like it. All right, I like, okay. I like all of our names. Are you ready for the first one? Too. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to read you the description, and you have to let me know what beer it is. Okay. okay? So, what we've got here is an imperial stout brewed with a massive amount of coffee and chocolates, then cave-aged in oak bourbon barrels for an entire year to make sure wonderful bourbon undertones come through to the finish. Makes your taste buds yes. squeal with delight. We, we, we've already buzzed in, like, right? right? Yeah. Once, once it hit caved. Uh, Chris, you lived right around the corner from this brewery? Yep, this is uh, one of our favorites, KBS. Yes. Correct. We have the glasses right over there. Yeah? There we go. Yeah, as, as soon as I heard the uh, coffee and chocolate, that's what that's what really sparked it. And I was like, yep. It that took was, me to a cave. That was the that was the easy one, that the starter question. All right. I, I hope so. Good These example. might all be easy then. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is just the quote from the bottle is okay. bewitched and brewed with pagan spirit. That would be number nine. Right? I can read more. Do you want to hear the nose or the flavor to this beer? Yeah. Wouldn't it be like Warlock? The nose is pumpkin, oh. pie spices, there it is. buttery crust, vanilla, and roasted pecans or pecans. Mm. 
Maybe Pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, I would say Warlock on that one. Yeah, I'm thinking more Pumpkin because you don't get the pecans. Bewitched. Uh, but Bewitched, it's more Warlock, yeah. Let's go Pumpkin Pie Spices. And, but with Warlock, they would mention how it was aged and it's a stout, right? Yeah, but they don't age That's not aged. I'm thinking no. Rum King. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so let's go Warlock. I'm thinking... I'm, I'm throwing my book to Warlock. How yeah. about the other two? You're going with Warlock? Yeah, we'll go Warlock. It's Pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're really? close. I mean, We're you got close. Southern Tier. Uh-huh. Okay. And I said Pumpkin. Yeah, you did. You did. So the next one I think is going to be easy, but I want John to wait and see what the other two say okay. uh, first. So here's the description. Astonishingly full-bodied, with a leviathan load of American hops, issue a small craft advisory. This South Bay Bessie-inspired okay. brew unleashes a beastly hop attack amid torrid tropical fruit flavors. Chris, you got this one? Uh, I'm pretty sure Lake Erie Monster. It is Lake Erie Monster. Yes. Caitlin's favorite beer. I've been <laughs> drinking that like crazy. Well, it's delicious. Especially, I was like, it's okay. So good. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know it. And then you said South Bessie. And I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's so it. So like I Lake said, Erie they Monster. could be easy, but it's kind of fun to see, yeah. you know, figure out. Yeah. It's nice when you know the answers to things. All right, so we've so gotten the, two out of the three. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I can just mark them off when you get them wrong. Oh. Do you want me to do that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the next one... Half point on that one that we missed. I think this one will be really easy. Uh, Aged for three months in wild turkey. And I'll just end here because I think we know what it is. Huh. Uh, Let me grab this bottle here just to double check my work. When John picked this today, I was like, damn it. Wait, wait. Did he say aged in how many months? Uh, This would be... It doesn't say how many months on here. Uh, It just says aged... Oh, sorry. Three months. Oh, that's not huge honker. No, then, but it'd cause... be their original one. Oh, okay. The, uh... the wild. I think it's just called Anderson. Isn't it just called Wild Turkey? No, it's honker. No, it's just the. Uh... Yeah, yeah I think it's just like the is... Wild Turkey bourbon. Is it called Wild Turkey bourbon? I don't know. I don't, I, they I don't have, remember. What it's, they it's have so weird s- names. That's the thing because it's such a simple. It's really like easy. it's literally just what it is. <laughs> that's what they call it. Okay, so let's go with. Anderson Valley Wild Turkey. Anderson Valley Bourbon Barrel Stout. But you know what it was. Oh, yeah. So when John picked that beer for today, I was like, really? You want a bourbon beer? The pumpkin's out? (laughs) This morning. Oh, he just Mm. bought a pumpkin one. Yeah, I bought the pumpkin one. I want to have that tonight. I'm going to go to the premiere and stock up on a bunch of beers. Oh, Dark of the Moon, man. If soon as Dark of the Moon hits, I'm going to just buy it out. Pumpkin and so many others are already out. They got bought out, so they might not be putting out so many. Okay, so here's we were talking. Which brewery we were talking about with Dark in the Moon? It was uh, Elysian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We should actually mention more than just have inner inside conversations. You know, people do listen to the show. Maybe they want. I feel like I need to give that one another shot because I wasn't feeling it when we had it. Oh, so you had it before and you weren't you weren't loving it. But I loved it, and then yeah, Elysian's Dark of the Moon. Yeah, I like their Super Fuzz, the orange one. Yeah, and you like their Day Glow. Yeah. Oh, Day Glow is really good. Yeah, which is an IPA. Okay. All right, here's our next one. Expect lovely, warm smells of single malt scotch, oaky bourbon barrels, smoke, sweet caramel, and roasted malts, a bit of earthly spice, and scintilla of dark fruit. 
Wow. Um, the beginning made me think of an innocent gun. Yeah. And but then, then I started to lose it at the made end. Me, yeah, made it's... me think of Backwoods Bastard. Okay. Because it's a Scott show. Let's go Backwoods Bastard then. Founders. Yeah. Another Founders though. Would it... you put two Founders on this quiz? <laughs> yeah, she tried to fool you. Oh, okay. And she knows that's one of my favorite beers. Okay, let's go with Backwoods Bastard. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I tricked them. And John's like, I, immediately, the second word I think that came out of my mouth, I see him giggling because he knew yeah, what it was. I did. See, we're playing the, uh, unfortunately, we're now playing the meta game of how well, <laughs> how long, how well does John know, how, how well. well does Kate, John know, Caitlin knows no, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, these are all ones That's I've how... had before, so it's not like I've had thousands of beers like you guys. She was, so. she was kind of an amateur when I met her. Now yes. she's kind of a pro. Yes, I never would have picked up a bourbon barrel uh, stout here. So, All right, here's our next one, and I might just read halfway through. We'll see. Our winter seasonal six-pack that falls into the realm of dangerously slammable. This brew is especially irresponsible. We believe this special ale is something unique. Feeding brown cane sugar to otherwise cultured brewery yeast is akin to feeding raw shark to your gerbil. Hmm. I don't know if I've had this it's one. It's a six-pack that... winter ale. Uh, winter seasonal. If, what, what winter seasonals do we really like? <laughs> like, I don't mind the flying bison one. Yeah, but I don't. So do we? But I don't like think Flying Bison wouldn't have such a fun yeah. description of their beer. Do you want me to keep yeah. reading because it doesn't yes. help? But I yeah, won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is unlikely to ever occur in nature without human intervention, and it and it looks weird besides. But it's happened, and now it's too late. Well, that didn't help. See, at all. I told you it wouldn't yeah. help. That's what. Well, that is a fun description. Who who would write something that fun? That have a winter seasonal no. uh, that we would like enough. That would put on the this description quiz. makes me think of something like clown shoes, but they don't come in six packs. They just do the yeah big bombers. The so they got four packs now. Mm. But um, winter southern tier southern uh, winter seasonal would they do something like that? Like, do, um, does that have, have we had any like sugar? really good box recently? No, because brown sugar. What is what's a deep rich brown sugar winter ale? That's what I'm trying to think yeah. of. Um. What winter ale did we love this year? Because that's what she would have had that she would have been like, oh, that beer. Uh, Thank did. you for making my voice even higher. I didn't make you sound like an idiot, like I usually the, do. I, I really like the Wizard Warmer from Middle Ages, but that doesn't no, come no, in a six-pack, and that's not... And I've never had it. Yeah, she wouldn't Okay, and... Um, Just pick something. Yeah, We've got a couple more beers here, and then we have two more quizzes. Uh, I, I, I got none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I say this, you guys are going to go, oh. Um, what what Christmas beer do we love? Um, oh, well, that's yeah, Great yeah. Great Lakes Christmas. No, no, that's not it. But let's let's just say it just to get this. Uh, Lagunitas Brown Sugar. Oh, oh. <laughs> it said brown sugar right It's in, in the, the name. Yeah, right. but I'm thinking of winter. They I want... release it at winter. Oh, That's their description on there. And, and I, I thought that was a winter beer. It makes I like I thought Lagunitas, but it's seasonal, but it doesn't say yeah. like Christmas yeah, ale or something. Yeah, winter like that. seasonal because yeah, mm. they don't. 
I thought that one would be a dead yeah. giveaway because of the brown sugar. Yeah, yeah, no. but you didn't say brown sugar. It doesn't say that. In I, unfortunately, I led the I led the conversation and the thought process to winter ales. No, I mean that's what I, any of I, us. That's what we all yeah. went to. Speaking yeah, of which, speaking of underneath. which, I have one. Oh, there we go. Okay, oh, okay, so this one, the color is dark ruby. The effervescence is light carbonation. The nose is spice cake, dried fruit, and mulled wine. And for flavor, they mention that spices are balanced with sweet malt and slight hop bitterness. Hmm. Sweet malt. Like we've had a lot of Christmas ales like this. But what one would I most likely have? It would be like Great Lakes. Yeah, you get a lot of ginger on Great Lakes. Yeah. Like you would, they would Southern Tier Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say Southern Tier Chris Two X Miss because that has a nice hop to it too. Chris, I'm I'm torn between those two because I actually forgot about the uh, Southern Tier. Yeah, I say Two X Miss. Two X Miss. Yeah, and I'll Paul go. would be correct. Boom. Good job, John. Good job. Good job, Chris. Okay, here's the next... <laughs> Good job, me too. <laughs> I purposely left myself out. <laughs> but like those sentences before, like I feel like I really picked this one. <laughs> so this next one I have not had, but I know you guys have had. Mm. Uh, so it's a unique blend of Belgian-style dark ale in Leifman's Creek, which is an authentic cherry ale from Belgium. Okay. Should I stop? Because John's three philosophers, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three philosophers from Omegang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the creek. Yeah, Paul, the, you you yeah. drank a lot of that when you were playing yeah. Dragon Age. Yeah, because it was dark red and it was high alcohol. <laughs> I just remember Paul mentioning that a lot on the podcast. It's not, I put it. In. It's not one of my favorites. <laughs> it isn't one of my favorites either. But it is so high alcohol. And so high, it's just such a high it's octane. It's only nine point seven. Yeah, but it has such a big. Yeah, well, but it's but a big a, bottle. A bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Like why it, is it only 9.7? For that first Dragon Age origin, it got me through all that dark taint that you had to wade through. <laughs> you had to wade through a lot of dark taint, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have two more left, and then we're going to go on to our all next right. quiz. So this one. This intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will be one's only respite after the zombie apocalypse, created with our marvelous friends in the comic industry. This, this is one that I didn't care for, but you guys really like. I love it. Zombie dust. Zombie dust. Okay. It's, uh, by whom? Uh, it's by Three Floyds. Yep. I, I didn't remember who brewed it. Yeah, we've, we've only had, had it one time. Yeah, the once. Yeah. I, I've had it a couple times. Oh, I love it. Because <laughs> you guys, when you guys said you didn't like it, I was like, I'm not sharing this with no, them. You shouldn't. Because there's so many good IPAs out there that we. This is a pale ale. This isn't oh, an IPA. Well. There's so many good IPAs that I'd rather drink than a pale ale. <laughs> Let oh. me finish my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and our last one, and you guys have only gotten one wrong so far. Okay. Not bad. And I think two we got half. And we were, we were close. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you knew what brewery, and you got the, you yeah. know, it was a stout. I mean, you got that yeah. for Anderson mm-hmm. Valley. But, okay. Just. So enjoy the clover honey hue and tropical nose. Simultaneously punchy and soothing with a big body finish and a finish that boasts pineapple and grapefruit. Mm. This beer is hopped and dry hopped five different times throughout the brewing and fermentation process. Oh, come on, fermentation tank girls. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure this one out. Pineapple. 
Mm. Pineapple. It's no, a pineapple and citrus. So. Five times, though. That's crazy. I was impressed by this. And you like the beer even more. Mm. Uh, does, uh, does it mention a florally a floral nose? Well, what did it say? See, I would think this might be like flower power. power or something. Exactly. Yeah. High citrus. What, could you read? Uh, could you start reading the description one more time, please? <laughs> yeah. Can I have the origin of the word, please? Okay. Enjoy the clover honey hue and tropical nose, simultaneously punchy and soothing, with a big body and a finish that boasts pineapple and grapefruit. This beer is hopped and dry hopped five different times throughout the brewing and fermentation process. Hmm. It is. Its it ABV sounds, is 7.5%. It sounds like flower power, but I don't know if it's... I think it's... A trick. Like the whole hopping thing is what's yeah. throwing me off because... And and it's, you know, like, punchy. Like, it sounds like it's more from a fun brewery. <laughs> I think it's fun. No, it's fun, but it's not like... The, I, like, to me, the, I don't know. This is tough. What Okay, what other... Let's think of pineapple citrus... IPAs are pails that we've had that we like. That would have been like Erie Monster. Yeah, that yeah. sound like Erie. But you have to think of ones mm. I've had. Yeah. Too. She does love flower power. She would put at the end to fool us. To fool us. To fool us. <laughs> it has to get on the quiz somehow. <laughs> okay. And we that, is, that is a beer that we constantly like mention yeah. on the show. Yeah. Too. So let's go with flower let's power. Go with flower power. It is flower power. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that yeah, was so much work, and we said the name like ten times. <laughs> All right. I'm surprised in their description they didn't say floral blue K or what, anything. What yeah. do you think? I I was trying to pick ones that weren't too obvious, but yeah, it's right. like even when it said brown sugar, you guys didn't get yeah, brown sugar. Yeah, that was sugar. the one. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's gonna get it right off. So of we that. missed two there, right? No, yeah. you only missed one. It was just the brown sugar. You no, got no, we got half point on. Half, half. Oh, you, and you guessed warlock, not pumpkin. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got two wrong on that one. Yep. So listeners, see if you beat them. Tally up your scores. But we scores. got two half points. Yeah, I'd say for oh, ball hall, okay, the so Anderson then, Valley and the. Let's see how many. So we missed one completely, and then we half pointed two others. Yeah. So there you go. Out of ten, so you you folks scored a seven out of ten. If you have two half points and two wrong. So, see if you uh, beat them at home, listeners. 70%. Hey, <laughs> rocking the C grade. So, our next that? quiz for the day is uh, kind of an homage to another podcast called Good Job Brain for theirs uh, that's called Brad Pitt and Lasers. But I decided to name this one Stan Lee or Disney. Hmm. And we're going to do a sample one to start out so you kind of get the feel for what this quiz is going to be this like. Who- what was created first? I'm getting there. Okay. 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 So, well, I've never listened to Good Job. I'm, I'm not Paul. I'm out of my <laughs> bourbon beer. I'm going to pour some more. It's good. So basically what we're going to do is kind of like chicken or the egg. So, and I'll describe more if you kind of need it, but it's going to be, for example, you know, Stanley or Disney was Stanley born before Disney was founded kind of a thing. So what came first, Stanley being born or Disney Studios, the original Disney Brothers cartoon studio. What came He's, first? Ooh. That would be Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney started right before World War II, right? after World War One, before World War Two, right? 
And Stanley fought in World War Two. And Stanley <laughs> fought in World War Two, so eighteen years. So that would put Stanley before World War One. So therefore, Stanley before St- Disney. Stanley was not before World War One. Born? No. No, he was like. He was a- at least eighteen to fight in World War Two. So nineteen. Yeah, but you said World War One. Right. So nineteen thirty. For us, it started in forty one. Oh. I always go. See, I always confuse myself with the start of World War II. I'm like, well, it started in no, like 35. But we were right when we said but, Stanley. So Stanley, Stan Lee, like, oh, you Stan were Lee's right like with Stanley. So yeah. Stanley's and date of birth was December 28th, 1922. Disney was October 16th, 1923. So less than Whoa. a year apart. Wow. So I thought this that would be a little fun one for you. This is going to okay. be tricky. Yes. This okay. is tough. This is tough. But for Meditation Tank Girls, we got this. <laughs> but for the three of you, you get the concept of how the <coughs> yeah. quiz should go. It's, it's you know, it's 50-50 here. Right. Okay. Chris, you good? Okay. So Chris, our, Chris should be our ace in the hole for this. Our first <laughs> official one is, did Founders Brewing Company start first or Image Comics? Okay. Well, in, right, Image is 1990, what, 192? So when did Founders get started? Chris. <laughs> I I know they have like a bunch of their old like bottles and It's uh, on every single bottle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on our glass? Don't look at it. I, I, no I want to say image start first because I remember that was like early nineties. Okay. And you're like, thinking because that's when everyone kind of Yeah, because they didn't celebrate Marvel. their twentieth anniversary. So I say, like, image start like ninety four, ninety five. Okay. Founders can't be twenty years old, right? They okay. would have had a Okay, let's let's go with image. Well, well uh, th- yeah, yeah, because they had just had their the um, it was what fifteen or sixteen years uh, anniversary, which was that barley wine that we the really bulk liked. cutter. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's go image. You are right, image. So image was founded in nineteen ninety two, and founders in nineteen ninety seven, and it does say established nineteen ninety seven on each of their <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but you assume but by they, the time we're drinking they, that we can still read. <laughs> we're already shocked by how great this Founders beer is. Yeah, Founders was originally named Canal Street Brewing Company, and um, they were organized in 1996, but they don't officially start as Founders in 19, until 1997. Mm-hmm. So, See, I always thought they were more recent brewery, too. Well, I mean, it's, you know, 2015, two more years, we're at their 20th anniversary yeah. so we're getting there so they're almost able to order their own beer so this one is for paul okay so what came first magic magic the gathering the gathering yep mtg or, or t swift oh uh t swift <laughs> was born in 89 magic <laughs> <laughs> magic was 1990 i think 1990 or 1991 so t swift <laughs> Your John is bright red and covering his mouth right now and can't breathe. There's nothing funny about this. <laughs> no, what was funny was like T Swift was born in 1989. Do you know her actual birthday? No. Paul? Okay. Her album 1989 is called 1989 because that's so her you were year. right. Taylor Swift is older with a December 13th birthday in 1989. Oh, I should have known 13. And <laughs> Magic that's her favorite the, number. <laughs> Magic the Gathering was first published August 5th, 1993. 1993? Oh, I thought it was 91, so, 92. Yeah, four years difference. Wow. Some of these are even closer than, you know, the year gap. Yeah. But, 
Okay, here's the next one. I thought this one would be funny. <clears throat> Don't come at me, bro, with cheese with trivia. <laughs> Other than when is her actual birthday? And I'm, now you and know, I'm right? December 13th. Yeah. 12, 13, 89. Nice. There you go. <laughs> so, what came first, Dungeons and Dragons Ooh. or Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, what are we, are we saying the original publication of the red box of Dungeons and Dragons or when it was like homebrewed? I'm, I'm talking about the original Dungeons and Dragons, which is referred to as OD&D. Okay. I looked up my stuff. Okay. The orig- so not the Excuse homebrew me. kit, the actual publication of it. And yep. And we're looking at the debut so on they NBC came out- for Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Okay. D&D. For some reason, Prices Right popped right into my head when he said... They're super what, close, D&D too. came out, wait, what, in the 60s? Late 70s. Late 70s? Uh, I want to say it was the 70s. Late Real 70s. Fortune... I'm trying to think, because I know it's it... been on for a while. <coughs> How old is Vanna White? <laughs> yeah, but Vanna White was big, like, in the 80s. Like, that's when she took over, right? Yeah. No, but The no, show had she... already been established. She, I thought she was original to the show. No. I, I thought she came over with the wheel. I don't even think the host is the original Pat host. Jack isn't the original host of wheel. No. All right. I'm going with, uh, uh, let's just go nerd nerd it up. And See, just I go would say O-D-N-D. Wheel of Fortune. Okay. I don't, what Chris, do you want to say, guys? I, I would say Dungeons and Dragons. I don't. It's two to one, so Because we'll it was early 70s. I want to say when that came out. It's, mm-hmm. it's two anything, to one. I'd say we'll do D&D. it was probably like late, late 70s, almost 80s. D&D before. was older. I just had the year I could not find the original date, but yeah. it was 1974 for D&D, and Wheel of Fortune was January 6th, 1975, so depending on when it was wow. in 1974, they could just be months apart. Yeah. I thought it was fun to kind of do similar ones like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. D&D was based thought... off a of Chainmail, which was a miniatures game, and then they decided to. So our next one, I thought this was funny, and I'll explain them. Did buffalo or ruffalo come first? <laughs> and I'm looking for buffalo chicken wings or Mark Ruffalo. So was Mark Ooh. Ruffalo born before chicken wings were invented or vice versa? Mm. Well, I'm thinking Mark Ruffalo's older than chicken wings. He's in his 40s. So are chicken wings, though. Really? I think, well, yeah, 70s. What the, 70s, right, for chicken wings? I'm, I'm, it's terrible being from Buffalo and <laughs> yeah, hearing the story well, so much. But I want to say chicken wings were like too, 1964. Whoa, okay, you're thinking like Chris. I'm going to tell you, you just got it right on the dot. <laughs> so <laughs> no, because it's one of those things. Like yeah. I've heard the story so much, where it's just like on Good Eats or yeah, something where it's no. like oh, okay, then it's definitely part. like chicken wings. Then Ruffalo. Ruffalo's not in his late 50s, is he? I don't know he'd because be, he'd be close. I'm terrible at people's ages because even when um, it was a couple weeks ago, we were talking about he's got to be in his Paul Rudd forties. And he's no, not Paul 40s. Rudd. It was talking about the closeness in age of Jared Leto and Ben Affleck because you're like, oh well, why would you have a Joker that's so much younger, a Robin that's that young? And then I looked up the actors and they're like a year apart. Oh yeah, Jared Leto's old. He just does not look it at all. Yeah, I'm gonna say chicken wings. Let's go chicken wings, right, Chris? Chicken wings. Uh, I'll go chicken wings just because. Yeah, I was right with the 1964. So yeah. Buffalo is older than Ruffalo. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was born November 22nd, 1967. Uh. We don't have the original date for chicken wings, but it was in 1964. 
uh, when during the originally, winter. Um, Ruffalo's older than I thought he was. Yeah, he's keeping it tight. <laughs> okay, so this next one, it's really close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What came first? Be Remember like- the episode title. <laughs> how do we how do we title an episode a sound clip? That's the real question. Okay, so we have BKV or Apple. So was Brian K. Vaughn born before Apple or vice versa? I don't know. Brian K. Vaughn seems like really young and hip, but <clears throat> we got to think he was probably at least in his he was probably at least in his twenties when when uh, um, the hood came out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean he was writing comic books before, like he was over did Swamp, Swamp Thing, thing yeah, right after Alan Moore. So he, um, he probably had to be at least like twenty when that came out. And that was in the nineties. Yeah, it was Paul. When did yeah. Apple start? Do you? Uh, I don't know exactly, but. 1970-something. 79-80? Before Taylor Swift. <laughs> BTS. Before Taylor Swift. Man. Uh, who could sit through that Aston Kutcher oh, Jobs movie? Uh, nobody could. <laughs> well, h- how old was he when he died? I, I don't Jobs. know. Jobs I don't like, know when... But that's, well, that's how a, old he was, was when he started. Yeah, but but here's the thing is you think, like, okay, if Jobs died when he was 50, he had to be in his 20s to create that. So that would be uh-huh. 30 years from, what, five years ago? We're looking at a six-month difference here. Okay. Oh, geez. So it's a it's a coin, coin flip here. Because now if we're dealing, dealing right. with this vagueness of timelines, yeah. it's yeah, a toss-up. But here's the thing is, like, the company... So the company had to have been created... Jobs had to have been in his 20s, so that would put him 20 years older than BKV, which would make sense if he died when he was maybe 50s, 60s. I'm going. I'm going. BKV is older. I'm gonna go Apple. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'd I'd say Apple too. Okay, that's two to one. Yep, Apple. Uh, Paul was right. Oh. Brian K. Vaughn was born July 17th, 1976, which I actually had to go to a couple websites to find the actual date. Uh, and then Apple was founded uh, April... Oh, wait. Let me see here. It was... A, sorry, I meant to say when it was incorporated. It is January 3rd, 1977. It was incorpor- actually incorporated. 1977. Okay. Wow. Okay. I thought it was earlier than that. So that was when it was incorporated, was January 3rd, 1977. So really close there. Yeah. Okay. That was a tough one. This one should be easy. All right. What came first, Marvel or DC? Ooh, Marvel, Marvel, or including Timely? Timely Marvel. Yes. So Timely Publications or National Allied Publications. Okay, well then we're going (laughs) DC. I would agree. I would agree. Yep, by five years it beats it, 1934, and Timely was 1939. Okay, see... Once, especially once you said national publications, it's like, oh, oh, there you go. It's only five years, though. It's not too yeah, bad. But, but too, yeah. too far. And here's the last one. I thought this one would be fun. Oh. What came first, Rick Rowling or the Dark Knight movie? Uh, Rick, Rick Rowling. Rowling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the first known instance of a Rick Roll occurred, occurred in May 2008, and it became popular um, by May 2000, sorry, May 2007, I meant to say. So by May 2008, the practice had spread beyond 
this basically online game board mm-hmm. uh, game board website and became an internet phenomenon. And by April 2008, the poll by Survey USA estimated that at least 18 million adults had been Rickrolled. Ooh. You remember your first Rickrolled? No. Oh. Does anybody remember other than me? I, the first Rickroll? I vaguely do. I don't remember what I thought I was clicking. It was something to do with the Muppets, I remember. <laughs> okay, mine was even nerdier. Mine was uh, Tiki Bar TV, uh, which was a podcast, had Lala the girl and she was dancing or something and it was like watch Lala's special dance and I'm like yeah sure and <laughs> yeah sure let me take my pants down and it was pretty much <laughs> alright next quiz is hey! <laughs> called Grant it's called Grant or not Grant and the premise of this one is it's true or false so did Grant Morrison say this quote or, or did not? Grant Imahara and now all of these quotes are actually from comic book writers too so I did try to find some of the more off-the-wall quotes by other comic book writers. Uh, but basically, you just have to say, you know, was this Grant or not Grant? <clears throat> so yeah, our, okay. our first one. He's like a sci-fi Jesus. He'll never let you down. Is this about? Like, did he, that, this, this is, is talking about Superman and how he is the ultimate superhero. Oh, that's Grant Morrison. Yeah, that's Grant Morrison. Yeah, that's Grant Morrison. That is Grant Morrison. Okay, good warm-up. This next one, I don't have a premise for all the rest of these. I'm just saying the quote, okay? Okay. As far as I can see, it's not important that we have free will, just as long as we have the illusion of free will to stop us going mad. Hmm. I think that's Grant Morrison because he believes he's a pawn in the alien plans, right? So he doesn't even believe he has free will. And also, most of his books are about, you know, the... Absence of free will. Well, that yeah, yeah. Even like with uh, Animal Man, like that, all his characters are they have their own life, but it's the creators that create their lives, so they're more real than he is. It's crazy. I'd I'd go with you. Yeah, I'd I'd buy that. It is not. It's Alan Moore. Oh, (laughs) we forgot about that son of a bitch. (laughs) Guys, a loon too. (laughs) Okay, the next one here. We're the new power. Come to replace the old. Cameras in the head. Children without microchips. Spin doctors rewriting reality as it happens. Not Graham Morrison. It's too cool. Yeah, it's not crazy. It's 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 like free verse rhyme. It's not. It's not. I can't imagine that being said by Grant in a, Morrison. In, no, in See, a Scottish I, I can, brogue. I can imagine that being written by Grant Morrison. Yeah. So For that's through one of his like, characters. Are all these quotes actually just like him? I try to find ones that just said they were interview quotes. I mean, a lot of them they were quotes by Grant Morrison, but then they would say the comic right. book. So I tried to pick ones that were not. Hopefully, we're not comic book ones. Okay, so we're Caitlin, truly one young. more time uh, with a Scottish brogue, please. <laughs> I don't know how to describe Scottish brogue. Just sound like a beetle, like your boyfriend. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. I sound. I tried to sound like Lister from Red Dwarf. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. <laughs> we're the new power come to replace the old. Cameras in the head, children without microchips, spin doctors rewriting reality as it happens. Yeah, I don't think that's I, Grant Morrison. I would buy that as Grant Morrison, though, talking about like comic book writers, though. Hmm. I'm going not Morrison. It is Grant Morrison, oh, so you guys Chris. did not get that. But, Chris, Chris you were correct. Good job, man. 
Thank you. Okay, the next one. Most of my childhood was spent clinging to the feathers of a dulled arrow, blindly fired across a starless night. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't fall to end up on an Angel Fire uh, like poetry website back from when- before Ashton Kutcher was born? <laughs> no. Oh, a GeoCities website. That was... <clears throat> I'm going to say not. It it seems a little bit too coherent. <laughs> what because do you think, like, Paul? I mean, like, he was, I mean, he grew up with, like, because I just listened mm-hmm. to, like, an interview with him not too long ago on um, The Nerdist, where, like, he's talked about, like, growing up in Scotland and having to go through, like, um, the, the nuke raids where they'd have to hide under their desks and they had a power plant right around the corner from them so they were always worried about Alright, let's go Morrison. Well, no, my, my thought was not Morrison. Yeah, oh. I, we had two not Morrison. Oh, so what two, do you think? Oh, you think it's Morrison or not let's Morrison? Let's go not Morrison because okay. it, we all share the points. This is Brian K. Huh. Oh. So you have two can, can out of four so far. You want to hear the quote again? Yeah. Most of my childhood was spent clinging to the feathers of a dulled arrow Blindly fired across a starless night. Yeah. Too poetic to be, Morrison. Okay, here's the next one. That's what I said about the spin doctors and microchip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he read me extracts from a medical journal describing the progress of a uh, Streptococcus aureus infection, and then he pleasured me with the potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Morrison. Oh, that's Morrison. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really tried to get through that. Especially at the end there with the potato. <laughs> yeah. that, that is Grant Morrison. <laughs> That's Morrison. <laughs> but which version of Morrison? Red Sox Morrison? No, not Red Sox. What's Red Sox Morrison talking about? Blue Sox Morrison. <laughs> That's probably true. Okay, here's our next one. It's very short. Okay, this is the end of our sentence. Hmm. 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 I'm going with a comic book writer that's seen some time. And the clink is the end of our sentence. So, <laughs> don't, just, don't just stare at me do when you, you say that, Paul. Do you think it's an actual per- Like, do you have another person in mind, or you're just thinking it's someone else? Who wrote, uh... Tim Allen. <laughs> Tom Hanks. No, that's, that's, uh, I have no idea. That's end of our sentence. This, Could be Morrison. This is the end of our sentence. I'm going to say not Morrison. Yeah, not Morrison. This is Morrison. Really? Yeah. He's usually so much more verbose. I mean, there could have been more stuff around it, but that is a just one sentence quote I found. IMDB, like trivia quote. Okay, here's the next one. I'll probably be the next Donald Trump. Instead of saying you're fired, I'll have to come up with another line. Maybe take off your costume. I'll be the ultimate judge. Oh, that's probably... That's that's Brian Woods, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go, uh... Not Morrison on this. Chris, what do you think? I'm gonna say... Not... Yeah. This is Stan Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know why? Because of, uh... His suit... He had the reality TV show. Who wants to be a superhero. Okay, here's our next one. Everyone does magic all the time in different ways. Oh, it's Morrison. Life yeah, plus it sounds significance like equals magic. 
Hold on, yeah. can I hear it one more time? Oh. Everyone does magic all the time in different ways. Life plus significance equals magic. Now, can you read it again as if you were doing an opening number for a Broadway musical? <laughs> See, that could be... I am not your monkey. <laughs> no, I'm... I would say that could also be Grant, Moore, uh, Grant Morrison or uh, Alan Moore, because Alan Moore is like... Yeah. Mystic, yeah like the magic shit. Mm. Let's go Alan Moore. Like, I'm liking magic, this, Chris. Not you really magic. Me. I don't know. This is a tough one. Yeah. I'm going Alan with? Moore. So not... Yeah. What do you two think? I need to have at least. I, Chris convinced me. Uh, okay, uh, since I convinced you, I guess I'll I'll go uh, not Grant Morrison. And yeah, John, I'd go the same. This is Grant Morrison. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, Paul. It's okay. Sorry, me. You okay. you you were so convincing. This is. I know. I well, that's that's what I thought when I heard it because I was like, oh, that's Grant Morrison. But then I was like, no, because Alan Moore's the same type of crazy. Just yeah. not. Just not science. More magic. So. Mm. I love this next one. I was a clubber in the 90s. I went dancing every week. The, the Grant Morrison. It could be Grant Morrison, but also uh, who's the writer that I really like that did Starman? James Robinson. James Robinson. He was also a clubber back in the 90s. I feel like even um, Kieran Gillen. Oh, yeah. Could he, be. All of his stuff is based off of music. and like. Yeah, but he's more of an aughts guy, Kieran Gillen. Not so much. I think he's a little bit older. But I, I don't know. Hmm. John, did you say? I think it's. I think it's him. All right. Well, yeah. we want. We talked ourselves out of the instant. Of course, it's Grant Morrison last yeah. time. So let's let's talk ourselves out of it, and then quickly remember we talked ourselves out of it last time when we were wrong. So this way we can be wrong the opposite way. <laughs> so what are you guessing? We're Grant. saying that's Grant Morrison. It yeah. is Grant Morrison. Oh, we were right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, so here's the next one. I'm like Princess Briding over here with the with the drinks of uh, poison. It was Life. both. It was both the whole time. Life, and I don't suppose I'm the first to make this comparison. Is a disease sexually transmitted and invariably fatal? That's Grant Morrison, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I think it could be Grant Morrison. That is Neil Gaiman. Hmm. Oh. Doesn't, I think actually John Constantine says that, or Death does to John Constantine. I tried to get ones that weren't comic book ones. No, that's fine. Be, it was I really think hard. You've, I think you've been doing a great job. Remember the potato yep. one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was in a comic book. But no, I don't think so either. <laughs> Here's the next one. We only knew that potato quote for the Christmas special. <laughs> like the gift that uh, Nick Cage could have given Grant Mor- Red Sox Grant Morrison could have been a potato. It would have been great. He was pleasured with one. Yeah. yeah we, okay. The truth is we're all cyborgs with cell phones and online identities. Not Morrison. There could be any, like, curmudgeon. Yep. And I think Morrison would more so embrace that kind of thing than, well, maybe this is a statement of embracing. Hey, we're already cyborgs with online identities and cell phones replacing our memories. This could be an Alan Moore, though, too. Yeah, if we're talking curmudgeon. How did he say it? Did he say it happily, or did he say it curmudgeonly, Caitlin? What was the tone? I'm 
pretty sure it's all. Sent to her, <laughs> I did not call all of these comic book writers <laughs> and ask them Excuse for me, a was weird this a direct quote for you. Can you please give me your best Grant Morrison, please? I'm going to quote you. Grant Morrison. I need I your best Grant Morrison. In the comic book industry could do a great. Morrison <laughs> <laughs> crazy. They all have to be holding a potato, but I could do it. Um, I don't know. I think. I mean, this could go either way. It's a toss of the coin. Yep. We're all cyborgs with cell phones. And online identities. See, I think he'd be one of those people that'd be, like, not have, like, too much of an internet presence. Mm. So I think that would be a Grant Morrison. All right, that, oh, Chris, what is your vote? I, I will side with John on that one, because I'm trying to think back to, like, seeing him actually online. And I haven't because and Paul? I'm going like to go. Videos. We already have Grant Morrison locked down, so I'm going to say not Grant Morrison. <laughs> this is Jeff Johns. Oh. Uh, See, he would embrace. He would embrace it. I was going to say it sounds overly curmudgeonly. I even would have said someone like uh, Frank Miller. Yeah, would have said this. Okay, we have two, Jeff Johns. two left. <coughs> this was the toughest. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. Okay, here's our next one. Talking to oneself, I have often thought, is the best way to be sure of intelligent and witty conversation. No. Not Grant Morrison. Not Grant Morrison. He likes talking to other people. That's like Oscar Wilde or something. (laughs) Did he write comic books? Because they're all comic book writers. He he could have written comic books. You don't know. (laughs) Except you do, because you have who actually said this. (laughs) I'm going not Morrison. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say not Morrison. Yeah. Uh, it's Morrison. It is? What? You guys are awful. I'm really? Okay, here's the last one. It, there's so many versions of Grant Morrison there. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It is kind of crazy. It's hard to lock down I'm, what he says. I couldn't tell for this one if there were kind of gems in there that you'll know who wrote this, but we'll see whether you could tell if it's you know Grant Morrison, if this was something he wrote or someone else. But I reject passive consumption. I reject the premise. I will have no passive consumers. Casanova will not stop and explain itself to you. It will not allow you to flip through it while you're dropping a deuce and waiting for Batman to show up. This is Matt Fraction. Matt Fraction, yeah. Because he wrote Casanova. No. That was Matt Fraction. Yeah. Yes. Good job. I want to give you two points for that because you could actually say who it was. (laughs) Like, well... That's so out of 12, you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Hey, 50%. 50%. I think and that's I think pretty good had, for crazy Grant Morrison. You had 7 out of 10 on the other one, and then let's see. Didn't You guys got all the... Uh, we didn't get all of the Stan Lee or Disney, but we were close, so... Yeah, I think yeah, you we were close. One. I think 1, 2... I think we did the Apple and... No, I got the... I think you got like six out of seven on the Stanley or Disney one. That was so, pretty good. Listeners, uh, write us and let us know how well you did compared to. Yeah. Do hey, you know yeah. Grant Morrison better than us? Do you know Grant We've Morrison? Written Grant Morrison twice. <laughs> Do you know be- Grant Morrison better than Chance? Because honestly, we were fifty percent on it, so <laughs> we were even with Chance. I I would have thought if you had included some of the stuff from the holiday specials in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you should have done that. <laughs> Direct quote from Grant Morrison. Time is just a bunch of bollocks. <laughs> I should just look up for the next one random quotes each of you have said and have oh, you guys I, guess, I who said, remember. guess who said the quote. I like when I come home and then she talks to me about the podcast. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, you just did it yesterday. I'm like, I don't know. We that get happened. Secret of the podcast. We get blackout drunk, so it's fresh. Every yeah, time. I know. We say a lot of dumb stuff on here that we just do not pay attention to. Because yep. it's all just spur of the moment. And also... Uh, my rule of thumb, always agree. 
<laughs> so you just do blah, 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 blah? Always, yeah. always agree, or they're saying yes, I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah. I, I either If they're going one way with it, then I have to provide the counter-argument. Or just, Paul, is this true? Sure. <laughs> it was fun, though. That was yeah, d- that definitely was different. Thank mm-hmm. you, Caitlin. You're welcome. Thank you. It was fun. It, that was a blast. It was a fun way to start the morning. <laughs> it, it was. It's like the morning breakfast cereal, back of the breakfast cereal box, <laughs> yeah. and do the, doing the quiz there, but a lot better. Huge, it was actually huge acre <laughs> on an empty stomach. Also, good breakfast. Good breakfast. Good breakfast. All right. Well, you guys got to get out to lunch, and Chris, you got to get ready for work, buddy. Yeah, I got to start getting ready for work. So, uh... Well, I love you guys. Thank love you so too. much for we coming over. And, and if you love us, uh, rate and review us, because that really shows your love, and it helps other people find us so they can love us, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, find us over on Facebook, um, and check out Chris's side project from the Bag Broadcast of uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, talk uh, about Dizzy stuff. Yeah. Like, I get number two recorded. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been really enjoying listening to it. And also, blog, the blog is up, so yeah. you can read about it as well. 